Hey everyone, Lisa here with your weekly wellness tip. And this week I'd like to talk a little bit about how to use your inner compass during a crisis or during the COVID-19 crisis. Um, I have been um, bombarded as you have been as well by uh, media, social media, uh, facts, fiction, um, stories, um, true, false, everything in between. And a lot of emotions have come up around it for all of us. And I want to teach you a little bit about how I use my compass to navigate my way through these things and how I do it. Uh, however you do it for yourself might be a little bit different, but maybe you can uh, take a few things that I actually do and use them yourself. So I hope I can be of some help uh, this week and uh, doing this for you. So when we talk about our inner compass, it's definitely uh, intuition. It's also learning how to um, take the emotions that come up for you and actually work through them and kind of discern for yourself what they mean for you. And one of the things that I know we're all getting bombarded with are news stories and I want to start there because I feel that that has been the biggest point of contention for people. Um, it brings up the most emotion for people. It's bringing up fear. It's bringing up anger. It's bringing up hope and hopelessness. It's bringing up all different emotions that I'm sure we are all overwhelmed by. So one of the ways that I use my compass when I, this is just an example, see a news story is first our brain kicks in with a thinking process. It says, oh, oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh my God. And then you feel an emotion. You might feel fear or you might feel anger. So let's stay in those two emotions for now, because I'm sure a lot of us are feeling that. If you feel fear, you need to stop for a minute and think about where that fear is coming from. So if there's a news story uh, that shows you something or points out something that makes you fearful, where is that fear coming from? So one of the things that I used to do in my spiritual coaching is digging deeper. So you want to ask yourself a few questions. What is the emotion I'm feeling and where is that coming from? And that may sound very general, but if you sit on it for a few seconds, maybe a few minutes, you're going to feel where that's coming from. Nine times out of 10, when you dig deep enough, it is definitely a fear of dying. That's the number one fear in all of us as humans. Uh, the second number one fear is fear of the unknown. And the third number, I guess three or four fears would be the fear of being not in control or not knowing what to do or how to proceed. Okay, so that's all kind of combined all in one. But if you look at those fears, the first thing you'll want to do is figure out for yourself, how can I dissipate that fear? 
The number one way that I dissipate that fear is through my spiritual connection to a higher power, to God, whatever it is for you. Some people call it the universe, the universal power, the all-knowing, the thing that created us. That's why I always talk about getting out in nature, because when you see something bigger than you, that you know (laughs) you can't control, but you feel comfortable in it, it actually helps to calm you because there is something else bigger in control of the bigger picture, so to say. So when you're reaching down and you're feeling those emotions, first of all, like I said, let go of the feeling of control, but also look to, you know, where, where can I reach to that will give me the most comfort? And like I said, for me, it's a spiritual reach. If you don't have that in your life, may I suggest that you get a spiritual connection to something. It can, doesn't have to be religion. It can be anything that you gravitate towards because that'll be what's right for you. Um, spiritually, like I said, I work with energy. I feel an energetic power. I'm still human. I still have fear. I still have, you know, uh, the fear of being out of control, fear of death, fear of, you know, just not knowing how to proceed. But I find that when I make that connection intentionally to that emotion and I give it up to the higher power, it does help me feel calmer. So that's the first way that I use my inner guidance and compass. You know, the second way that I use it is normally my compass will point me in the direction of doing research. I, I've always been a person who likes to look everything up. I like to know, you know, I've always, um, people have always told me I should have been a doctor. I should have been in the medical field. Um, obviously I am a wellness coach and I've been a personal trainer. I have certificates in nutrition. Anybody who knows me knows that I tend to go towards that, but I never had the urge or the feeling of becoming, um, that becoming a medical doctor was going to help me, um, help you any more than I am just by being a wellness coach. But my appetite for research and knowing the truth will overcome me and my compass will lead me to go look it up. Not necessarily using Google. I do try not to look it up through the news media because news media is definitely opinionated And every reporter is going to be giving you their opinion. And I'm not a follower, so I don't like to follow their opinion. I like to see for myself. I like to look it up for myself. I want to do the research myself. And I want to put the pieces of the puzzle together for myself and do what's best for me. I do suggest that if your compass leads you in that way, um, this might be something that comes up for you in the form of anger. If you feel angry about something that someone says, look it up yourself and try to go down the internet road that doesn't take you into the news media outlets because a lot of times they're kind of frustrating anyway because you go into the news media outlet and the the headline of the story takes you to a totally different story, different picture, 
and they're talking about something that has nothing to do with the headline that you followed and they have a bunch of ads on the page and whatnots. So I try not to go down that road. I will look up, you know, I might go to the C CDC. I go to um, some of the government, us.gov um, websites, and I'm not saying they're all 100% accurate, but I take bits and pieces from every one. I've been known to go to medical journal websites. I also go to, you know, university research sites, you know, different sites that are doing different research because anyone who tells you that they've got the entire story right is lying. <laughs> There's no way that one person, one news outlet, one media source has everything 100% correct. So my inner compass leads me to the truth nine out of 10 times. And in order to get to that truth, I have to do the research. If you do not want to do the research, then try not to believe everything you hear and everything you see. Because as we know in this day and age, it's never 100% accurate, not even the weather. And we've known that for a long time about the weathermen, but all in all, it's not 100% accurate. None of it. So don't be fearful of something that may or may not be 100% accurate or true. So use your inner compass and see what comes up for you. You know, sometimes your inner compass will give you a little, oh, that doesn't sound right to me. Or, hmm, you know, I'm not sure this person is the person that I should be uh, looking to or, you know, believing or following 100% on this particular subject. And you might feel that way about me as well. And that's fine. Take a little bit or whatever you get from it and then go do more research because you want to find what's going to work for yourself. You know, your inner compass is leading in you in the direction that you need to go for yourself. And that leads me to the next inner compass thing that I do. I try not to judge other people. And this is very hard. And I'm human too. I do judge. And we all do. But you can judge in a way that kind of has a middle ground. So my compass always tries to keep me, you know, balanced in the middle. So I try not to go too far in one direction. Okay. And I find that works best for me because if I can settle somewhere into a middle ground, I feel more balanced. I feel more in my own truth and I feel that I'm better able to discern in my mind, you know, in my body, in my intuition or my intuitive self, what is right, what is wrong for me. Now, this might be different for you, but I also want to ask you, please do not base your actions 100% on fear. Try to be more rational and try to be more connected to your inner self and your inner compass. Now, if your inner self and your inner compass tells you to do this or go down this road, then by all means, go and do it. But if someone else's inner compass tells them to do something else and it seems so far off the charts for you, 
then just understand that, you know, perhaps that person is really not following their inner compass and finding middle ground or happy medium. And perhaps, you know, they could come a little bit further in another direction to meet in the middle. But at this point, they're not, and you don't have any control over that at this moment in time. You may think you do, but you don't. And yelling at it and screaming at it is not going to help you. So what can you do? Again, know that these other people might be in the same storm, but they are not in the same boat necessarily. So I guess I am going to be using an example. So this whole mask thing, you know, in the beginning, don't wear masks. It won't help. Then it was, well, wear masks, but don't wear the N95s and, you know, wear face protection. And, you know, we have to keep those droplets to ourselves, right? And hey, I believe it. Okay, great. You know, if I'm talking and I'm spitting at you, you don't want that on you. I totally get that. However, there are pros and cons of wearing masks and certain people with certain conditions, whether it be asthma, COPD, other lung conditions or health conditions, don't do so good wearing masks or face coverings of any sorts. And of course, I do believe that these people need to protect themselves and protect others. And I'm sure most people with, you know, conditions are trying to stay home and stay away from people as much as possible. But if you do see someone out there not wearing a mask, stop and ask yourself, you know, what is their situation? What is their condition? You know, could there be something, maybe they live by themselves. They had to go to the grocery store, but they've got COPD or asthma. They can't wear a mask. So they're going to run in real quick and run out real quick. You just don't know. But again, this isn't something you have control over. So your what's your inner compass saying? Your inner, inner compass might be telling you, well, that's fine and dandy. That's not good for me. And I don't want to be around that person. So I'm just going to stand back and stand over here, wear my gloves, wear my mask and do what I need to do for myself. I'm going to navigate the best I can for myself. But that other person might be navigating the best they can for themselves. You know, I've, uh, I, I've seen people calling people nasty names for, you know, having a mask down, um, you know, below their nose. Well, let me tell you that if you did research and you did look into it, they are now telling people that all masks cause a level of hypoxia. If you don't know what that is, <laughs> it's when you breathe in too much carbon dioxide and uh, you get a little wonky, probably kills brain cells. <laughs> anyway, I know it happens for me. So what they're telling people is if you have asthma or a compromised lung situation, that you can lower your mask and get fresh air through your nose every 10 minutes or so. And I'm sure that some of these people with asthma find it very hard to breathe with the mask fully on. And most of the droplets do come from your mouth while you're talking and maybe not as much from your nose unless you're sneezing, sneezing or breathing really heavy. So try not to judge that too much. I mean, you know, this whole mask thing, you know, for me is kind of, you know, it's got many sides to the story. 
Okay, you do what's best for you. If wearing a mask, you know, the entire time is good for you and you can breathe and you can do it well and and you're okay, you don't have any compromised lung conditions, by all means, do that. See what your inner compass says. But if your inner compass tells you or you feel an emotion that says that person's doing it wrong or they're not doing what's best for me, well, they're doing what's best for them. And just like you have the right to do what's best for you, they have the right to do what's best for them. We may not like it. We may not agree. And, you know, if it's somebody you're close to, you could try to give them your side of the story. But please don't call them names and don't get angry because you can't change what they're doing. You know, like I said, if it's a close friend or family member, you know, perhaps you can talk to them and tell them the pros and the cons. But at the same time, you don't know their condition. You don't know their situation. So try to be a little more understanding. And I'm not all for everybody, just, you know, 200 people getting together with no masks on, slobbering all over each other. Believe me, that's not where I'm going with this. Because I, you know, I do believe, like I said, in the middle ground. My compass keeps me in the middle. Okay, I see that side of the story. I see that side of the story. I'm going to try to reside somewhere in the middle and I'm going to try my best to understand even if I don't like it. Okay. You know, you have to understand, you know, how many other things do we follow our inner compass on? You know, we do things all the time that might harm ourselves or harm others. You know, I mean, you know me, I'm a big proponent for looking at labels and not eating foods that have ingredients in them you can't pronounce, but how many don't read their labels and just eat whatever they want. And they say, oh, well, you know, I don't care about that. Um, well, it's the, kind of the same scenario. I care about it. You should care about it, right? Well, no. No, you, you can care about it or not. That's your inner compass. If your inner compass says eat whatever you want, then by all means do it. But you are affecting other people by it, believe it or not. Like it's so hard to understand, but yes, for those people who are out there, you know, um, doing certain things or eating or putting into their body certain things, they are affecting everyone, you know, with healthcare costs and different, uh, different things. I know that, you know, when, believe it or not, I used to smoke cigarettes. Yes, I did. I smoked them for 10 to 14 years and I quit cold turkey, thank goodness, in 1994. And I would never tell anyone not to smoke cigarettes, but they have to understand. You know, they're putting that into their body with no fear and they might be standing next to me smoking a cigarette. They're affecting me, but if I like them, I'll let them get away with it. Wink, wink. But if not, you know, I could just point a finger at them, call them all kinds of names and tell them, you know, that they're whatever. And, but I don't, I'm trying to reach middle ground. I try to stay away from it, or maybe I'll distance myself a little bit, or maybe I'll ask of them, please don't smoke next to me, <laughs> you know, but, but think about it. You know, everybody's running around with this COVID. Yes, it's a bad virus. Yes, it can cause problems, but how many other things are we doing to ourselves that our inner compass actually might be saying, maybe it's not a good idea and maybe you're not listening to that, but that's okay for now. 
you know, maybe eventually you'll sit with yourself and you'll ask yourself what would be best for me in this case. And, and, you know, I do the yes, no to find out whether something is good for me or not. Or I do the yes, no, just to give me a little more direction and clarity. And if you haven't been on one of my wellness videos, when I did the yes, no, we can do it right now. It's another great way to know what's good or bad for your body or for your your own well-being. And the only thing you do is you sit with yourself and you can stand or sit, put your arms by your side and just ask yourself, where is my yes? Most people will feel a pull forward. Could be a little bit to the side, left or right, whatever it is for you. You don't have to actually have a lot of movement. If you sit still enough and keep asking, where's my yes, you'll eventually get a pull. Then you just ask, where's my no? For a lot of people, it's a pull backwards, maybe to the left, maybe to the right, whichever it is for you. Some people go front and back. Some people go left and right. The most common is forward is yes and backward is no. So you can give it a try. You know, sit and ask yourself, you know, is doing this, the best thing for me and you'll get a yes or a no you want to be as specific as possible um, and just do it for a few different things you know um, some people will actually hold it in their hands so if you have like an apple you know is this apple good for me or will this apple give me a lot of nutrition or will it help my body you know whatever you want to say or however you want to say it and you'll get a yes or a no You do that with many things. Now, maybe some of us don't really want to know if it's good or bad. And again, that's your choice. So use your inner compass as many ways as you can and and know where it's pulling you, but know that somebody else's inner compass might not be pulling them in that direction. Please discern between your emotions. Do research. Please do your own due diligence. I don't want to base my life on what somebody else says, you know, and yeah, part of what they say might be true, but it's never a hundred percent truth, you know, especially, you know, I'm sorry, but in social media and on television these days, you know, everybody needs ratings. Everybody wants followers. You know, they're going to, they're going to put things out there that are going to get you hooked in. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they're trying to play on your fear your emotions, anger, fear, whatever it is that comes up for you. Listen to what they have to say if you want. And, you know, if you feel like, yeah, that that's wrong. They shouldn't be doing that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, take a step back for a minute <laughs> because obviously it's their opinion about what's going on. Um, as I've told you before, nothing is 100% accurate not even the numbers. Now you can argue in either direction. They're not calculating it enough or they're not, you know, putting in as many as there are, or you can do it the other way where they're not, they're calculating too many. So it it goes either way, but I'm going to stick in the middle. I'm going to discern my emotions and I'm going to find my peace in the middle, in the middle ground, because that's, that's where I feel happiest. That's where I feel calmest. And that's where I feel the best. So try to see if these little 
compass things work for you. You know, like I said, I, I do them. It helps me, you know, sometimes it might take me a couple days to work through something. Um, but it does eventually dissipate, especially if I find my peace with it. You know, my peace is usually, like I said, somewhere in the middle or, you know, it's my truth, not their truth. You know, I, I can see a little bit beyond the veil and I can see what's going on a little bit more. And if you practice your inner compass and your intuition and your yes and your no and all that good stuff, you'll start to really discern for yourself and you'll start to realize that, you know, that emotion and, and just tell me if I'm wrong here, but you know, when we feel this overwhelming emotion of fear or anger or, you know, distress or hopelessness, do you want to live the rest of your life feeling like that? I know I don't. And I do feel like that sometimes because obviously, you know, I'm being bombarded by the same social media and news media as you are. And I'm living in this world as a human. However, I'm trying to discern more. I'm also, I have a 10 minute news limit. I check the weather. I flick through a couple of channels and then I turn it off. And if I want to know about something, I'll do my research. Um, maybe some of you have seen some of my postings and um, what I've gone through to go look at the actual bills that they're trying to pass. Because when I actually have seen news media about the bills, they're not telling you everything that's in them. And I know not everyone's going to go read them, but this is, this is how I make myself feel better and find the truth is I will go and I will skim through them and I'll pick up on the headlines. And when I get to something that doesn't seem right, I look at it and I say, well, that really shouldn't be in the bill or I don't feel that that should be in the bill. So I have a better understanding of maybe why everyone didn't vote yes for the bill. You see, they only give you snippets of things. You have to look and research for yourself. Use your inner compass to guide you. Don't just believe what somebody says. They're telling you maybe they're only scratching the surface on these stories. They're telling you what they want you to hear. And, and personally, I, like I said, I'm just not a follower. I will believe things when I see them. I'll go look it up. Okay, you're telling me they didn't pass the bill. And you're telling me that they totally shortchanged all these people. Well, I'm going to go look and see what's in the bill. And then I look and I say, well, no wonder they didn't pass it. They're trying to change umpteen laws that we've had on our books, constitutional laws about different things that I will not go into here. And it's like, well, the news media is not telling us about that because they don't want you to know. They just want you to pick a side based on the information they give you. Here you go. Here's the information. They didn't pass the bill. They're so mean. They shortchanged us. I'm like, that's not enough information for me to make a decision. And that certainly is not enough information for me to waste my energy with anger and emotion and, you know, distress. So I'm going to go look it up myself. Now, like I said, I know most people aren't going to go on congress.gov and read the bills, but I highly suggest you do. Because the people in our government, and this is everyone, I'm an independent, 
they are doing what they feel is best. And maybe sometimes they're doing what they do feel is best for the country. A lot of times they're doing what they feel is best for their followers. However, since I don't really follow either side and I'm kind of in the middle, I'm not seeing a lot being done for the people in the middle. So I will sit and I will let my compass lead me. And my compass led me to do this video for you all today. And my compass led me to look up a few things. Um, I did look up, you know, things that have to do with, you know, the COVID-19 numbers. Um, I have the seven page download of the uh, instructions that were given to every doctor in every hospital. I downloaded it from the CDC. It's for everyone. It's all public knowledge. You can look it up and it tells you exactly how they're reporting the numbers and not that it's good or bad. There's one part in there that I don't agree with, but you look for yourself. Don't believe what they tell you. You know, just look either side. It doesn't matter. Look for yourself. It doesn't take but a few minutes, especially if we're all home working from home, right? Um, just please, please, please don't waste your energy on pointing a finger at other people. Do your due diligence, use your inner compass, use your yes, no to figure out what's best for you. And also notice, you know, that inside when you're going through these emotions, where are they coming from? What's the root? You know, like I said, for a lot of us, it's fear of death. And I hate to put it so blunt. It's, it's just a natural human fear. We all have it. There's very few people that do not fear death or the unknown in some way. And that's okay. So let's go up to the next level. Let's just say, okay, maybe it's more of a fear of not having control. And that's fine. You can only control what's going on in, you know, your body, in your world. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky in your family's world, um, it's kind of a stretch to control what's going on in your friend's world. And as you move out, you can't control everything. However, you can discern for yourself. So just make sure you're using your inner compass. Don't believe everything you're seeing and don't waste your energy on what other people's opinions are because they could change tomorrow too. I've seen people change their opinions. They'll tell you one thing one day and then the next week they're telling you something completely different. So don't use your energy on that. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Do what's right for you as best that you can. You know, you're not always going to be in that space of calm happiness, but do things that, you know, make you feel better. Some of my other blog posts talk about how to boost your immunity, how to get out in nature more, breathe some fresh air, you know, try not to judge others too much. They might not be doing everything you want them to do, but not everybody's going just kind of like herding cats. You know, I like to always say that or compare it to that because, you know, there's millions, billions, trillions of people in the world or in this country and in the world, you know, not everybody's going to be able to do the same thing. Now, maybe there are people and forces that want us all just to follow along blindly, but I suggest not doing that. <laughs> I suggest doing what's best for you. And I suggest what's doing, what's going to be best for you to keep you as calm and at peace as possible. We're all going to get through this. You know, we're all going to live and then we're all going to die. Hopefully we'll live again. 
I, you know, reincarnation is something that I'm kind of always on the fence about, but it does not matter. We have to get right with our spiritual selves, you know, whatever it is you believe in, because in the end, you are standing there with the energy that surrounds you and your spiritual connection. You know, everybody else you can't control but you can control what's inside of you. And you're still gonna have your ups and downs, you're still gonna have happy and sad, you're still gonna have calm and angry. It's still, your emotions are still gonna run the gamut. But let's discern which emotions are really ours and why they're ours and maybe where they come from and what emotions are someone else's. We don't want to buy into someone else's emotional feeling about something else because that is leaking your energy. So if I see something that maybe doesn't resonate with me, I'm going to step back, do my own research, and then I'm going to realize that that person just didn't have all of the information. And if that person had all the information and they only gave me the little bit that they wanted to, to play on my emotions, then I'm going to back away, probably just, you know, peacefully <laughs> go do something else and <laughs> go do my own thing, use my own compass and do something that's good for me. I mean, just the other week, you know, I felt bombarded by quite a few things in my own life around me and happened to flick through the news and saw a couple of things that I knew were not accurate I knew they weren't telling the truth. I knew they weren't telling 100% because I had already looked it up. I had already been to the source and I just had to take a deep breath. I went outside literally on my balcony for about a half an hour and I decompressed. And afterwards I felt calm and centered and I just knew in my heart that that was not right for me. That's not something I really wanted to watch again. And I probably will not turn that channel on again because I said, it's not accurate. It's not a hundred percent. And I understand they only have so much time, but I think there's sometimes there's just a little bit more like, Hey, come on over to what I believe. Just do what's right for you and stay calm, stay centered, use your compass. We'll all get through this crisis and as a very special bonus for all of you, if you want to have a interconnected, um, intuitive chat with me, uh, I would like to invite you to my website at lisampeppy.com. On the homepage, you can just get a free gift. But if you go to my one-to-one -one coaching page, which is called Personal Challenge Sessions, Use the code BONUS20PCS at checkout and you'll get 20% off any of my sessions or packages on that page. And I hope that I can maybe help you use your compass a little bit more and uh, discern what's best for you and what to take in and what not to take in and um, how to do things that are going to keep you more in control and more on track in your world. Um, and like I said, I'd be happy to give you that bonus, or you can also go to my website and contact me through the contact page. If you have any questions or you would like to set up a free discovery 15 minute session, if not, like I said, use that bonus. Let's get on the phone. 
let's get on you know zoom or skype whatever's good for you and let's work through this let me help you start to use your compass in ways that are going to help you to feel more at peace happier and calmer in this crisis well until next week or until i see you or speak to you um, on a coaching session uh, take care of yourself use your inner compass in a crisis and i will talk to you soon all right then bye bye